welcome back to Priory Podcast, brought to you by St Augustine's Priory. This is the podcast to find out more about the school, the pupils, the parent community, and even the staff. It's all about discovering how girls at the school are changing the world. Today, we have two people with us, and I think you're going to love this episode. New head teacher Christine McAllister is with us, and she's joined by Lucy, head girl for the school and year 13 pupil. We talk about what Lucy's journey has been like because she joined the school quite a while ago. We talk about the transition and how that's looked like looking through the years, what it's like for all girls at the school, what Lucy's planning on doing when she leaves and how the school's been helping her to go change the world. It's great to hear from both of our guests today and I think you're going to love this. So come with me now into a conversation with head girl Lucy and head teacher Christine McAllister. Lucy, welcome to this episode of the podcast. Thank you for being here. How are you today? Thank you. Uh, I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well indeed, thank you. Uh, very well. It's great to have you here, along with Mrs McAllister, of course, and looking forward to talking to her too. But first of all, we're recording this on a, on a Monday afternoon. Are you missing any lessons right now? No, it's after school, so. Let's jump all the way back. What's your earliest memory of life at St Augustine's Priory? That's to be honest, quite a difficult question to answer because I've been here so long since I was four that especially lots of the early years sort of blend into one in some ways. But I mm. think the memory that sticks out to me most from reception is uh, at the end of Charities Week, which is actually coming up next week this year, um, mm -hmm. there is a prep disco, which is organised by the Year Sixes. And when I was in reception, that was very exciting because the year sixes felt very grown up. Um, <laughs> and I remember we went down and they painted our nails and then we had a dance competition and I won the dance mm -hmm. competition and it oh, was wow. very exciting. Um, mm, and mm. I think that I think the reason that that memory sort of sticks out to me is because I always try and sort of in things like Charities Week now that I have more of a organizational role in it I try and sort of make sure that the younger students get that same thing out of it that I did and that same sort mm. of excitement that I got so. so so tell me about the start of your journey at school I mean w w which year was that then that you joined in so I joined in reception um so right at the beginning now some people might say that if you join a school at that sort of age and then stay in the same school all the way through to the end of year 13 that you're not getting much variety and you're not getting more life experience what's your experience of that being though i think i would disagree with that because it is an all through school and there is there are definitely lots of connections between the senior school and the junior school um but you're in such different parts of your life and they do come together but they also are quite separate so my prep journey at the school feels really quite separate to my senior school journey so I think mm. you can kind of compartmentalize them and you get a different experience um out of the two so I don't see it as an issue and I just can't leave um I like it too much so <laughs> Brilliant. I love that. I'm sure at some stage you will be leaving and, and, you, and you'll be having a great time. But we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. It kind of reminds me, though, about how sometimes people work for very large companies. I'm thinking of some of the people that are listening to this right now. Maybe they work for a large company. And sometimes people say that you can spend your entire career working for one company. But because the company is so big and so varied, 
it never feels like you're in one company. And in many ways, you get these different sort of journeys or experiences that I think you're talking about at Suntor Gas and Friary, where it sort of feels like you're going from one school to the next school anyway, even though you're part of one school all the way through. Yeah, exactly. Now, Christine, Lucy was just telling us about what her experience was like when, when she joined. Uh, now, of course, you haven't been teaching her all the way through, I, I, I imagine. But through the eyes of some of the teachers that she's experienced, how does her journey look in the different stages of life at St. Augustine's Priory? I think that's uh, that's a really uh, interesting question. And I haven't taught Lucy at all, actually, all the way through the school. But I do know her by reputation. And I certainly know her by her academic achievements. And the, thing, the things I can say about Lucy, knowing her from around the school, is that she she gets involved with everything that's 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 put in her path she loves the challenge and she loves getting involved I think that was really clear from her answer uh, from, from before and she is exceptionally humble and she doesn't need to be uh, she, she'll come on to what she's doing next but also she did she won't she won't tell you this but she did get all grade nines in her GCSEs absolutely oh, wow. incredible but has always got time for everyone and has always got a smile on her face as well and we just so appreciate her her attitude and her positivity around the school now I know that this is a as a conversation and I know that it's it's uh you know we always do a little bit of background before we before we do this conversation and I have to say I did have to ask some of her teachers um about what they what they think about Lucy and I have to say I spent an unbelievably happy half an hour just having a quick <laughs> look at your reports over the past 10 years or so and I thought I'd just focus on a few little bits because Lucy is off to study history and I just thought it'd be really interesting to see what her attitude was to history before when she was when she was younger so I do have a, a couple of lovely little bits so when um so when Lucy was was nine uh, her history teacher so this is when she was in the preps her history said that Lucy demonstrates a sparky brilliance and is devouring <laughs> the history we have been working on she supplements her studies with wider independent reading at home uh, she therefore has a very secure command of historical facts and expresses herself intelligently and articulately superb and how brilliant that she's gone from that when she was nine um, um, all the way through to doing her GCC and doing doing her A-level. And another real gem that came out when Lucy was in year nine, so 14, a really tricky age, 14. And her teacher said that she contributes knowledgeably and generously in class, also listening well to others and building on points they have made. Another such a brilliant thing to do to mm. actually help the other students in the class to achieve and to make progress and Miss Keane who is still with us and taught uh, Lucy when she was in reception um, just wanted to say how kind-hearted you were even when you were four always gave a hundred percent and absolutely loved your learning even then um, so some beautiful comments and I hope you don't mind I went back over your reports but I just couldn't help myself because it, honestly, so such lovely things said all the way through from four to 18. So well done. She's sitting here looking very embarrassed, but I don't mind because <laughs> I hope you don't mind too much. It's such a wonderful journey, such a, such a wonderful thing to, to see just through the words of your teachers. 
and they are so delighted for you and everything you're going on to achieve. You know, the beauty of making these recordings, of course, is that not only do I hear you, but for the sake of people listening, we, we record these online. Uh, and of course, not only do you see Lucy looking a bit embarrassed, I see Lucy looking a bit embarrassed as well. But, but you know, she's, she's got every reason to be proud of, of, of those of those reports back, which is fantastic. I, I don't quite know how, you know, you, you, said, you said she's always got time for people, but to have always have time for people and to get straight nines in GCSEs is, is really quite commendable. Now, Christine, we, we, we talked about Lucy's journey through school and, you know, she was explaining what that was like. And, and you, you touched on that before, just when you started speaking. But tell us a bit more about how students generally transition through school. I mean, it's definitely a journey. We talk about journey. In fact, we talk about pathway quite a lot in terms of how we move the students on from one stage to the next. I was also really struck looking at Lucy's reports, actually, that... Lucy was obviously an excellent student. It'd be very, it'd be very easy for us to to just say, you know, Lucy's achieved ninety percent in her physics tests and and well and well done. What I didn't mention earlier, because it would have gone on far too long, is all the next steps that her teachers wrote about in those reports. You know, so what she should be doing next for history. Quite often, it was about analysing sources, uh, more analysis, more evaluation, um, and that was really from the preps as well. That's not just something that you do at A level. And I was really struck by how at all levels um, we really try and move the students on through their academic life and and just through as they mature through the school it's something that's just never finished uh, from when you're four all the way to when you are 18 Hmm. so we really do take that seriously at, at sort of such a um, such a sort of minute level um, about what are your next steps in every stage of your journey through the school. So, so that's kind of part of the academic journey. And obviously, the form, your form teachers will have commented on kind of other steps to to how you interact with others and, and community life and how you partake in those things. But of course, there's there's sort of key transition points as well, and we take those really seriously. One of the key transition points is as Lucy mentioned earlier it's all about that that jump really from preps to the senior school and we have loads of ways to ensure that that both the students coming up from the preps but also new students joining us as well are really integrated into seniors and all the challenges that that and and the and the joys as well but the challenges that that brings uh, more complicated timetable more teachers all of those things looking after all of your bags and belongings and going all around the school uh, so there's there's real structures in place for that. So we have a really full induction program. We do something called Big Sister, Little Sister, which I know both the six formers and the year sevens absolutely love. And that is pairing up new year sevens, either from the preps or our new students coming in with our experienced six formers. And that just really gives them somebody else to talk to, to look up to. Uh, th- those things are so important to have that friendly face within the school. And oh, I was also going to say, of course, there's transition points throughout throughout the school. So we have moving up days in June and that's for, for all classes, you know, whether again whether you're moving from reception to year one or whether you're moving um, up into the the senior school as well as you get to know your new form teachers and mm. we also have subject specialists from the senior school in the prep so that's really the getting the for the preps to get to know how uh, different teachers and and really getting that feel of the the the, the all through school so that movement from one year to the next, whether it's a big jump from year six to year seven or smaller jumps from year four to year five or year eight to year nine, all of those are incorporated into our pathways and are managed really, really carefully. 
It's so good to hear about all of that and, and that, that journey, the transitions and, and the fact that you mentioned, you know, the big jump between year six, year seven. It is a big jump. In fact, Lucy, what would you say to your younger self if you could jump back in time? Lucy, what, what would you say to yourself if you were just starting in year seven, maybe something like that? Gosh, that's a tough question. I think I'd just say don't worry about it too much because like Miss McAllister said, the school puts so many different support systems in place, both from teachers and older students and people within your own year as well. You're never really going to get lost in the sea of everything and mm. to just enjoy it because so much of senior school, once you get to sort of year nine, year 10, year 11, becomes about exams. But year seven and year eight, they're really sort of years that you should enjoy and obviously care about your academic subjects as well but they're <laughs> they're sort of friendship forming years mm. and I think that yeah just I would just tell myself to not worry too much because it will all be fine good answer I like that Lucy now your head girl there of course what does it actually mean to be head girl yeah it means a lot because obviously having been here for 14 years I've seen 13 head girls um come and go and always looked up to them and really yeah just seen them as sort of the kind of people that I wanted to grow up to and and become and so it means a lot and I also I mean I grew up on Enid Blyton's Mallory Towers and the twins at St. Clair's where I mean everyone wants to be the head girl and sort of emulate the characters in those books so mm. it is quite exciting that I get to be head girl mm. but also just being able to be involved in more of the sort of decision-making processes in the school and be that bridge between the students and the teachers and try to implement any changes that sort of the students feel is important to them um, and mm. sort of pass that on to the teachers is something that's really nice that I'm able to do sort of in my final year here. So it really does come with significant responsibility then as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And just before when I said passing things on I mean that is something that is throughout the school as a whole we do have a very strong student council but um being sort of that point of reference it is a responsibility but it's one that I take gladly and I really mm. enjoy doing and yeah it's something that I've always wanted to be involved in. And what are your plans for after you leave? I mean, I'm presuming you're going on to, to university. Tell us what you're hoping to do there. Yeah, so all going well this summer with exams. I should be going to Cambridge next year to study history, as Miss McAllister said, which I'm very excited about because, yeah, I've always loved history and getting to study it in one of the most historic universities is very <laughs> exciting to me. Mm. Past that, I'm not really sure. No. And what is it about history that you like so much? I think I like stories. I've always liked stories and history is practically stories. It's it's basically gossip, but <laughs> framed in an <laughs> academic sense. So you don't have to feel guilty about it. Um, and I, yeah, I think I've, I've always enjoyed subjects that are sort of centered around humans and human behavior and people and why people make decisions and how the decisions that we make can impact other people. And I think mm. that is what history is. So I think that's why I like it so much. Is it very strange to think that in one year's time, you'll be in a completely different stage in life? You, you know, you, you'll have left the school. There's this whole world in front of you. Your whole life is going to look and feel very different at that time. 
Yeah, I think it it will be strange because St. Augustine's has been there through all of my formative years thus far. I can't really remember a time before it. Um, But Mm. I think also the school's prepared me really well for that transition. So it's not as scary as it could be. It's exciting. Mm. Obviously a little bit scary, but it's not so scary that it feels like really nerve wracking. Well, people always say there's no growth inside the comfort zone. You've got to step outside the comfort zone to grow as a person. And clearly that's something you'll be doing. Tell us one thing you're really looking forward to about it, though. I think I'm really looking forward to meeting people from all over the country and academics who are just so into the subject that you love and that that's basically all they want to spend their time talking about. And I think at Cambridge as well, because you do have sort of small group teachings, that is quite nerve wracking, but it's also very exciting that you'll just, I'll just be immersed in my absolute favorite subject. And yeah, just meeting loads of new people from all over the country and beyond. Well, I'm sure you're gonna have a great time there for sure. Christine, on the one hand, it must be very sad to see people like Lucy leaving the school and, and not just Lucy, but I'm sure there are countless other people just like Lucy in year 13. But on the other hand, I imagine there's permanently other children who are becoming young women who are, you know, really finding their own in life at school. It is, of course, the joy of teaching is that as you wave one year group off, then you welcome another year group in. It's it's just the most fantastic feeling, it's especially when you have students like Lucy who have given so much to the school. And, and it's not just Lucy, it's the whole of the Priory 6 leadership team and the rest of the year 13s who have really done so much work for the school uh, in so many different ways. In, in some of the ways they have really served the school, it's, it's, it's really inspirational. And I'm, I'm thinking about things about the female lead, the school council, um, our inclusion committee, things that they've embraced wholeheartedly and have really driven over the last couple of years. So although, of course, it's sad to see them go, we know that they'll come back and visit us and we can't wait for them to come back and tell us tell us all the stories of going off to university and the next stage of their education. It's, you know, results day is one of the most joyful days of the school year because because they're going off into the world. And even if you played a very small part of that, it, it just makes you incredibly proud. And then, of course, September comes and we have new children joining us. And it's just wonderful to see them, whether they are four or 11 or 16 and joining us in the sixth form. It's it's the, the real pleasure of teaching to see to see the new students come come in. And I, I know that that all the teachers in the, in the school would would agree with me on that. It's it's a fantastic thing. And of course, they're not just going out into the world, they're going out to change the world as well. <laughs> That's right. Um, thanks for that, Simon. Yeah, um, <laughs> absolutely. So as you know, our mission is our girls will change the world. And we know that Lucy and her cohort will be doing exactly that. Uh, we had open day this, uh, this Saturday and it was... One of the things that I really wanted to talk about is some of our older students who are now going out and changing the world. And, and we know that Lucy and her friends will be doing the same thing going forward. Awesome. Well, it's fantastic. I mean, it's, it's going to be exciting to see all of that happening. Uh, but Christine, thank you very much for being here and talking to us on this podcast. Thank you so much, Simon. And Lucy, with your sparky brilliance, thank you for being with us here today as well. <laughs> thank you very much for having me. 
So that was head girl Lucy and head teacher Christine McAllister talking all about the journey through school, being head girl, what it's like to leave the school and head off to Cambridge. Such an exciting time of life. A big thank you to you both, but especially to Lucy. And I'm sure that you'll join me in wishing her all the best. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.